ready to start doing this? Oh man, are you kidding me? Okay. Yes. Except I just hit the wrong thing. It's that. It's a reset. No, we start so that. I yelling at you from outside already. I know. We already have that. So, uh, <laughs> Clark, Clark, because it's the uh, first month of the Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah. You want to uh, see what you got? Oh, it's here. Oh man. Okay. So you. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get to the topic in a second. Yeah. But uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, I'm not even paying attention. So you <laughs> clearly, and I think that's probably the beauty of why you like doing this with me because I am aloof at times. So you and your wife and your family gave me this incredible gift of beer for the holidays, the Beer of the Month Club. Right. And it's really exciting because I wasn't even paying attention that the Beer of the Month was right here at, the, at my foot. So there's a, a $25, uh, save $25 and get free shipping coupon inside, which is awesome. Okay. I haven't seen this. I have no idea what you're getting, obviously. Yeah. It's just beer. Okay. And looks to be 12 of them. The Frosted Mug Beer of the Month Club. That's like their flyer or <laughs> All right. letter or something. This is really exciting. Okay. What do we got here? Okay. Oh. Ooh, hey now. Um, this is like four. It looks like six. Eastside Dark Lager. Okay. Uh, IP oh man, awesome. Lakefront Brewery IPA. Well, this is interesting because they have the same cap, the same blue cap. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the Shorthorn American Pale Ale. All right. Uh, Old Busthead. Old yeah. Busthead. About that. And here's a Vixen uh, Irish Style Red Ale. Okay. All right. So those are the uh, 12 beers for this month. What was Damn. the first one again? 12 beers. Eastside Dark Lager. Yeah. That's an interesting one. From Lakefront gonna... Brewery, which is uh, uh, Milwaukee, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Because I brought back, when we did our beer episode, oh, yeah. I brought back beer from Lakefront Brewery. We talked about mm -hmm. a... Uh, Thank you. Oktoberfest. Cool. Let's get loaded. That's a good start. Right. There we go. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. we've, we've been at this for... This is uh, Newman and Paid Podcast. This is episode number... I, I don't know, Something. 27 or yeah. 48. I like anyway, 27. okay. And we haven't done a segment yet. We've just had our topic that we go in. So I wanted to introduce a segment. And no, we haven't talked about this at all. It's a very simple thing, and we have to do it every single time. Okay. It's just when it hits you, and I'm going to simply call it the OG moment. Okay. OG being old guy. All right. And I had an old, I had an OG moment. Oh. This week and uh, past couple of weeks, in buying new shoes, I have noticed, not these, I have noticed that they have changed how they lace shoes. Do they that, still do it backward? Right. Yeah. So the very highest uh, eyelet, yes. instead of the laces going out, yeah. they come into the tongue. Yeah. Like over the top and into the tongue. Yes. And I'm an OG and I'm and you and I both sold shoes yes. at some point in yes. our I, I worked at Champs and Copeland's and you worked at Houston's. We sold shoes. Yeah. And and how many times can you think hundreds of times you went and you laced up shoes, right? I never laced them backward though. Right. So we're old guys because I'm looking at this saying, this is really annoying because every time I put my foot into the shoe, right. the lace gets gathered with it. That's why you put the laces going out, Absolutely. not in. Yeah. And I know it's this whole, oh, but when you tie them, they're not doubled up, it sits nice. No, No. I have to put my foot in there first. It's, yeah. 
So I had an OG moment. I'm thinking, well, I just must be an old guy because this is the way they're doing laces <laughs> on tennis shoes these no, days. It's, it's been like that for as long as I can remember buying shoes. It's somebody lacing them up for us. Okay. So, for instance, buying it, it doesn't matter if I'm buying at uh, the Foot Locker or if I'm at Champs, um, if I happen to go to a van store. All right. And, you know, if, if I don't get to make the, if I don't get to lace them up myself, then there's that, they do it backward. I'm like, I hate that. Okay. So and you have to go back and you have yeah. to redo the whole thing. No, they go over the top and then they go out on the top so that they don't go back into the shoe. I'm Correct. sorry. That's my little OG moment. We've spent five minutes talking about beer and lacing up tennis shoes. I'm so okay far. with that. All right. The, uh, yeah, it, that was That's the segment. Yeah. Well, it was just an OG moment. So no, when no. you're going along and you're thinking, guy, I must be an old guy because this is just wrong yet. It's the way it's being done. Yeah. Write it down and we'll bring it. Outstanding. Okay. There it is. Yeah, yeah. No, Uh, I I like that. I like the way that looks. Now on to the actual topic at hand that we uh, teased last time, which was cars. Yes. But Uh, not just any car. mm -mm. Not like Kit or uh, Back to the Future uh, DeLorean or anything like that. Mm -mm. Like real cars that we would like to have? That's what you're thinking? Or wanted to drive and really never did because I know I've referenced uh, two different cars. Like a Honda Del Sol? No, I don't want to drive a Del Sol, (laughs) but I always wanted to drive a Pontiac Fiero. Oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. It was like, it was compact. It, it hauled ass and it had speakers everywhere in the car. In the headrest. In the headrest, in the door, in the seat, in your cup holder, in your back pocket. I mean, there were speakers everywhere in that car. And (laughs) the stereo system in that thing was awesome. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I remember listening to Pontiac Fiero. See, my version of a Pontiac Fiero was the Toyota MR2. Okay. Yeah. They're both wedges. Mm -hmm. They're both little, oh my God, you get into an accident with either one of those cars. It's a bad day. Yeah, that's, so probably a good thing we never did that because that's why we're still here. Our, um, one of our mutual radio friends in this, in this area, uh, Max Volume, had a red MR2. Awesome. Um, and Max is as tall as that car is long. <laughs> and I always wondered So how, he had to fold his way into there. I always wondered how he fit into the car. And if I'm sure he had the, the version where the hood came off, or the T-tops. top came off. Yeah, the T-top. Yeah, he, so that meant the flowing locks were coming out the top of the T-tops. <laughs> yeah, that was That'd before be a good time. he and uh, his then wife at the time, Teresa, right before they had Johnny, their son. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the MR2. The, MR2. Red All right. Never so, forget it. So that's, those were actually kind of cool cars in their day. Those were the, the mid-80s. They were mid a niche. Car, yeah, mid to late 80s. And MR2 had another version. Pontiac has, has gone altogether now. Mm-hmm. But came and went with the Fiero. And they had like cooler ones that had fins on the back and, or the very basic red one that mm-hmm. was just truly a triangle on wheels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was, the the Fiero, uh, is, and I, as I was about to allude to, um, I've also referenced two other cars that I would love to have either had or driven. One uh, early on in these episodes of the podcast was the uh, Volkswagen Scirocco. <laughs> My brother remember, had Scirocco. Yeah, your brother had a Scirocco. <laughs> and um, another one, and, and I mean like the more square Scirocco, not the round one. Not the, uh, the second or third version that came out, the square one. Yeah. That was the first one. Another version of a wedge on wheels. Yes. Okay. And then the other, obviously, if I you know hit hit the lotto, I'd always want to have a Mach Five on hand. So Mach Five. Yeah, the Speed Racer car. Oh, oh, <laughs> Mach Five. Okay, so not a real car. So we'll go down that path in a moment. All right. So interesting. My and going back 
to cars that were around when we were little kids that yeah. I always thought were cool. And I always thought that um, little fast cars were cool. Like that's Fucking what MG. I was around. Yeah, except MGs were always broken down. What about a Triumph? Yeah, Triumphs, both British made. So, yeah. and my my best friend in high school had Triumphs. He had a TR7, TR6, and a uh, GT6 Plus, and he rebuilt them, and they are amazing cars. Or not a seven. He had a four, a six, and a four. Not the seven. The seven was what a bad a car. Little tiny uh, Fiat cars. Little tiny Fiat cars were kind of in the uh, found. Uh, what was that? Uh, found in need of assistance or something like that was <laughs> what fiat stands for fix it again tony yeah fix it again tony that's right uh so yeah fiat's all those cars they were just they were breakdown cars they were a mess because mm -hmm. and then um there were other ones that kind of came and went in that world whether it's little mercedes or little bmws and mm -hmm. stuff like that when like when the first uh uh what was that bmw the three series? No, after the or three you, series, like the Z, the Z three and stuff like that. Okay. Were, were well, like cool the, little cars. The, those were the the SUV cars, right? Weren't they? No, it was just their little two seater that they made in South Carolina wow. after the three series. But yeah, so cars like that. But then I always think about no, I'd want a great big car. I wanted the original original Hummer. Like, wow, you know, the one that they used in the Middle East and it, they decided, let's sell those to private people. Desert Storm. Yeah. And I always thought I would have problems finding parking spaces until I really wanted that parking space and I would just find it happen. Yeah. And I always thought, like, I remember seeing those, like, at the car show and whatnot. I'm looking inside of there. I'm like, man, this is a living room on wheels. This is amazing. But they're so impractical. It's ridiculous. Very and it was. So. Only the original one, the two, the truck, the three. Nah, I didn't care about any of those. It was that original one that was just massive. Mm -hmm. That I always thought would be kind of an awesome car to drive around. It was really quiet. Oh, it was incredibly wide. I mean, it was the living room on wheels. Yeah. And you had like a console in between you and the person in the passenger seat. It was because they were designed for the military, for God's sake. Almost as if they were they were in another zip code, if anybody was riding in the car with you. Absolutely. Actually, now, okay, so going back, the other car, and I almost talked my parents into letting me pull this off. We're in Scotland after I graduated from high school. Scotland. Yes. Scotland, England. And we drove by a used car lot, and they had a Mini, like the original Mini, okay. on the car lot for sale for 1,500 pounds. And I'm like, we can get this home. This would be amazing. Right side drive, Mini. It was this light metallic blue. It was clean, black interior. Awesome. And I'm like, we got to figure out a way to get this home. And I almost had my parents talked into wow. bringing a, home, a car home from, and I was going to buy it. I, I told them, I've, I can put this together. I can make the money happen. I was working and all that. And they're like, yeah, that, well, let's talk about that. And we were staying like in a bed and breakfast nearby. So we drove by it a lot. Awesome. And no, didn't oh. make it happen. Didn't make it happen. But it got me thinking, you know what I really need? is a U.S. postal truck car. I want to drive on the right side of a car, and the only car I could figure out in America that I could buy that was driving on the right-hand side yeah. was a U.S. postal truck. 
There are some custom Volkswagens that, I, and, and this is part of what led me to want to get a Jetta. And, and people always used to haze me about having a Jetta, and I didn't care. Because yeah. um, you, you helped me get into a Jetta in 2004. Yeah, and, that's another story. And leading Funny up to story. that, though, um, I, had, I had been like really intrigued and fascinated with Volkswagens in general. And I was learning a lot. I was reading a lot about them. Uh, I was learning about the split window bugs. I was learning about the 21 window buses. Okay. Uh, the one wow. the one Volkswagen that I've always wanted my entire life is a 1964 Volkswagen Notchback. And the Notchback is like a little sedan, a two-door sedan um, that it doesn't offer much in the way of room inside uh-huh. of the vehicle, right. but it, it just something about it always caught my eye. And, and I would look up photographs, I'll still look up, I'll, probably, I'll show you the photographs after we get done with this. See, but, I knew it as a squareback. Uh, no, squarebacks are different. Squarebacks are almost like a station wagon. Yeah. The notchback is not a. It's similar to the squareback in this in the sense, but it's more. Um, I'll look here. I'll, I'll bring up a, a photo of it now. But okay. Um, the notchback, notchback. Yeah, and then there's like the fastback, the round one. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Jared used to have one of those. See, and I I went to high school with a kid that had a thing. Oh man. That was super awkward to drive because the windows didn't roll down. Yeah. You had to. <laughs> take them out and yep. put them in the back seat because they were plastic. And oh, by the way, it was really not warm ever because it's an air-cooled car. Mm-hmm. So when it was cold outside, it never warmed up on the inside. Uh, it was miserable. The only thing that was cool about that car was he had the license plate thing. <laughs> dark, my, one of my best thing. friends um, in high school, or sorry, uh, one of my best friends growing up in, in like sixth or seventh grade, Ron Eagle, I think was his name, if I remember right. Ron's dad had and had a uh, had a thing. So here it is, the Volkswagen Notchback. Show it to you here. You can zoom in. That's the one that I've always wanted. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's 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 compact, but it is just such a badass car. I absolutely love it, and I I have been a fan of this. Um, it's just it looks like. I don't know. It looks just like a little fun car to, to drive. Okay. Yeah. That's well, like the least known of all Volkswagen cars ever. Thank you. Right? Now you, I mean, <laughs> pretty much. You, you had Volkswagen bugs that were the most known. Carmen that, that Well, then you had the buses that were the next most known. Then you had Gia's, which were like a hybrid between Porsches and Volkswagens because that's when it was all one company. Yeah. So they had a lot of the same stuff going on in them, but a notchback. Holy cow. Nope. Didn't even know. <laughs> I could not have told you what the name of that car was. Yeah. Okay. I remember those. Yeah. The we folks, were. Volkswagen yeah. Notchback is that's, that's the gem for me right there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And that probably had about 85 horsepower, right? Give or take. I mean, obviously it's not a road trip car. <laughs> no. But, you no. know, it's, take, it, uh, take it on a flat surface, go out to Pyramid or, you know, ride out to La Hontan. If, if, you know, maybe There's not, only one or two hills between here and there. Down yeah. to Topaz, yeah. Yeah. And, okay. And you're not going to lose much notchback. in the way of, uh, yeah, notchback. Wow. That's, that's really kooky. Okay. Never would have guessed that for you. That's a funny, funny Thank call. You. By the way, I still have one of your Jetta keys. Outstanding. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the car was totaled uh, seven years ago now. Yeah, I found okay. that in the Wait, uh, closet oh, the other day. Uh, 2000, yeah, 14. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Found that in the closet the other day in case you need that. <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of that later. Awesome. All right. Volkswagen notchback. Mm-hmm. Look that one up. Yeah. 
Wow. No, never, never went down that path. Okay. So getting more modern, like as we're going along late eighties, early nineties cars that you're like, Oh my God, I remember seeing a white Lamborghini Coutage in LA when I was down there for a convention in high school or just something like that. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at that. That is like a rocket ship on wheels. That is an amazing looking car. Mm-hmm. I have never been inside of one. I've never driven one. I have no idea what it looks like, what it feels like. But God, they were the coolest things in movies. I don't even know what movie they were in because it wasn't like the Ferraris. Like Ferraris were special cars in special movies. You Correct. know, they yes. were, whether it was Bond or it was Miami Vice or I'm whatever. Thinking, uh, Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. Yeah. They, Ferrari showed up or uh, Magnum PI or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, the 308 GT, they, they were specific, but Lamborghinis always had this, this element to them, this, this special place that was reserved elsewhere from everything. And, they were such an amazing looking car. I had posters in my room of a Lamborghini Countach because it was just a really unbelievable looking car. And to this day, I've never been in one. Never. The motor's behind you. I know that part. There's a B little trunk in front of you. That's Another it. car that has the motor behind it that I never had, but my mom's uh, husband now of 35, 6, 390 years, <laughs> um, Jim had a Corvair. Oh, right. And a cool. Corvair was also one of those, but it was a really heavy car. Yeah. And it was, you know, obviously it was made of steel and, and all that. My buddy Kurt used to have an awesome Dodge Dart. Uh, <laughs> I always loved it because he, he, like, he went through a phase where he wanted to, like, really soup up his Dart and, and, and do all that. Soup up a Dodge Dart. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then his brother, um, and you remember Eric. Yeah. Eric was was a roommate of mine at the time. Um, Eric had a nineteen seventy maroon Chevelle. Okay. With awesome mag wheels on the back. And his brother was Kurt, who uh, I played yeah, soccer with Kurt. in the second grade. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you know Kurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had he wanted to have a souped up um uh, Dodge Dart. Souped up Dodge Dart, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well people did stuff like with Novas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So and you see that at whenever we get hot August nights back and they do the drag racing out at the nugget. Yeah. So Okay, that can happen. Nobody talked about souping up gremlins and stuff like that, no. though. Nobody yeah. wants to, it's like trying to soup up a pacer. Right. Well, it's kind of the same car. <laughs> <laughs> One's round, the other's square. Yeah. But I mean, pacers and gremlins, they were, and I, I remember we, uh, you say I had lots of cars. At one point, I was to buy, need a car in high school or whatever, and our neighbors were selling a 1977 Ford Mustang. Awesome. No. We called it the Musto oh. because it had the front of a Mustang, looked really cool, like a like a late 60s, early 70s Mustang. Okay. And the back, they decided to match it up with a Pinto. Oh. And it looked like the, the tail end of a Pinto. So my dad and I nicknamed it the Musto because it looked like a Mustang met a Punto and that's wow. what they had. It was awful and I ended up not buying it because it was so freaking ugly that I'm like, no, I can't drive this thing. So Yikes. did not have, never did get the, uh, it was a 1977 Ford Mustang. A couple different cars that the my Musto. mother had that I never cared for. Um, and obviously they weren't mine, so it didn't, you know, I had no say in the matter. Uh, one was a Ford Tempo. Oh, okay. It, and the other being a Ford Pinto wagon. 
Oh yeah. She had a pinto wagon. Yeah, those were uh, those are rickety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine you got in that and you're you're kind of rolling down the road, kind of hanging on, even though you're going straight. <laughs> yeah. Because they were they were rough. I mean, they're at a price point, and that's what that was all about. My first car was a Ford Encore or a Ford Escort, which was a little bit smaller than the Tempo. Escort, yeah, and then the smaller version that they that they put out was the Fiesta, right? Well, that was afterwards. They didn't have the Fiesta yet. Right, but remember... Like when like, there was really gas crunches. This was 81, uh, for, 1981 Ford Escort. But you remembered, like, because then Fiesta came out, and then short, like, seconds later, then the Yugo came out, oh, yeah. and the Geo Storm, and all these, like, you know, pocket-sized cars came out, like, oh, we're going to save you gas, we're going to do this, yeah. that, and the other. Yeah, but you're not going to give us any power in the in yeah. turn. Yugo. I, I can't get past thinking of uh, the... Uh, Tom Hanks version of Dragnet when they talk about a Yugo. Perfect. <laughs> because he got, he got uh, issued a Yugo after his first two cars were. Uh, yep. And then the ginormous guy, who I think was the same actor that played Jaws in the James Bond uh, in Moonraker. Richard and, Keel. Yeah. He actually lifted it up and put it on its head, which was pretty awesome. Similar to when uh, uh, Bubba... Um, Bubba Smith? Yes, Bubba Smith in Police Academy. Was it the first one or like the seventh one? I think it was that the they put him in a Yeah, they put him in a Yugo? No, they put him in a Honda Accord. Oh, or right. Honda Civic or whatever. Yeah, the original bubble version. <laughs> yeah. And he just took out the front seat and sat in the back. I drove one of those. Those things were amazing cars. Oh, when it came to handling, oh, I think they had only like two cylinders, but God, that car moved fast. Yes, it did. It didn't weigh very much, so yeah, they handled pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Honda CVCC. Yeah. The original Civic. Fun cars. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was a good time. So the uh, other, okay, so when you think about cars and movies that you saw, you're like, I got to have that. That you want to drive. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a, um, oh, I want to say it was a Ford Pantera. Oh, so Pantera was kind of an interesting car. It was made... I, th- I believe it was made by the people from Lamborghini. Yeah. They didn't, Ford didn't make them. You're thinking of the Ford GT. No, the, which, but the Pantera was a little, it was it was like a little thinner than yeah. a Lamborghini or a yes. Ferrari. A little shorter, a little thinner. Yeah. Another wedge car, but, yes. but super powerful. And I believe it was the designers from Lamborghini that went out on their own to make the Panteras. Okay. Um, there's one in town, as a matter Really? Of fact. Yeah, you, you'll see it every so often. There's a Pantera. Um, but okay, that's a Pantera. I'm, I'm that's fascinating. That, yeah, I'm of that ilk. And, and and another one that I always wanted to have or drive was was an eight series, a BMW eight series. Oh, massive car. Because you never saw those. Yeah, yeah, those are just those are like driving tanks, but I on the ground. One, when I lived in Sacramento twenty years ago, and I remember seeing it drive down the road, like like what the hell is that? So I did my best to like you know hurry and bustle through traffic just so I could catch up to it. And I see eight series on the back. I'm like, wow, never seen that. Yeah, before. like the yeah. So in the late '80s, the same kind of thing was that BMW 635CSI, which is what um, Sybil Shepherd drove in Moonlighting. Wow. That was like an amazing car at the time. The two-door silver had the sunroof and the black leather interior. That was an incredible car because it was so unique because BMWs were kind of boxy to that point. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they kind of got sleeked out with that version. Yeah. What about you? I, 
<laughs> I do stuff like that. The, uh, I think of, believe it or not, just about any Bond car that's happened from the late 60s to currently. Okay. Like, I don't care if it's an Austin Martin. I don't care if it's a BMW. Like, Bond finds a way to find amazing cars. Sometimes they're Volvos. And you're like, damn, that's a Volvo? That's a really <laughs> cool looking Volvo. Okay, I'd drive that. Bond, like James Bond, no matter what guy it is, does not drive not cool cars. That is accurate. Right? Yes. And so you say, okay, no matter how long. And, okay, then there's the, the goofy stuff that they add to it where it can shoot stuff out the back. And yeah. then it's like got a TV in the dashboard in 1978. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow. Roger Moore. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about the car. I don't, I don't need all the other stuff. But, like, the newest Aston Martins and stuff like that, those are just incredible cars. The same car that um, Eric drove in... Uh, entourage oh, okay. towards the end. Yeah, yeah. That Aston Martin is an amazing car, and it was also in the same car was in the Italian Job. Mm. Just those are just sleek, beautiful two seater convertibles. That if you lived in LA, you're like, yeah, I can see why you drive that. Another car that I wanted to drive from a movie is Sonny's Cadillac in a Bronx Tale, and he never he never drove it forward. He only <laughs> drove it backward. Okay. It was so great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I always drove the Cadillac backwards. And then when, when the kid wow. played by, by Robert De Niro's son. or by I got to watch that again because it never occurred to me that that car only went backwards. Yeah. And, oh. then, and then he loaned it to uh, Colosio, uh the kid who played Robert De Niro's son in the movie. He loaned, loaned it to him to take a, a girl on a date. <laughs> okay. Yep. Wow. All right, so something that's out there now that's completely ridiculous. Like, would you drive the new Tesla electric truck? I would like to drive a Tesla just in general so I can, like... The battery cars, okay. So I can, you know, what is that giant TV screen in the middle of, of the console? <laughs> yeah, well, I had a friend of mine that I play golf with who had been driving a 1992 GMC truck. Mm -hmm. And he shows up at my house. He goes, I got this Tesla. You're pretty good with electronics. Will you help me with this? And I programmed his phone and put in all of his contacts. So I've messed with that okay. iPad that's like glued to the dashboard. What's that all about? It's a little overwhelming to somebody that's been driving a 1992 GMC pickup. Okay. Outside of that, it's like having an iPad. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. You have apps. You have, okay, what do I want to control? Oh, here's an app for the heating and cooling. Here's an app for the map. Here's an. It's just. It literally works like an iPad. It's huh. just. It's a whole bunch of apps. Is the way that whole thing works. Okay. But they become so common, and you see them all over the place. And I always, I always go, move battery car, because <laughs> I know they can. I mean, those things go. F so they have a, they have terms in them. You know this, right? Like, if you get the Model S, and it's got ludicrous mode, which will do zero to sixty in under three seconds. Good lord, ludicrous! It. And they use all of those terms. I believe they all come from Star Trek. Spaceballs. Spaceballs, rather. Thank you. Spaceballs. I was, damn it. Yes. Because I'm thinking of like, yeah. ludicrous speed. What is it? Yes. They've, they've done all of their stuff is based off of Spaceballs. How funny. Yeah. Which is kind of entertaining. Other than the fact I screwed up the punchline. So, you didn't. It was fun. Um, so, Britney Spears has a little sister, Jamie Lynn. I was Lynn. thinking warp speed. That's what's good. Jamie Lynn Spears. Right. Who has a bone to pick mm. with Elon Musk. I heard about this. It's killing cats. 
Two cats, two of her cats were apparently run over by a Tesla because the cats didn't hear the Tesla. Right. I, 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 I don't yeah. know where to go with this. Yeah. She's keep, like, you owe me two cats, yeah. Elon Musk. I'm like, how about you keep your cats, you know, either on a leash or in the house or something? <laughs> yeah, with a harness. My cats. How about inside? Somewhere. Just inside. Be responsible. Tell you, like, yeah. and, and even if your cats do roam around outside, you can't blame an electric car for that. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of cats that haven't been killed by electric cars yet either. I can name, I can think of one right away. Yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. Well, I don't have an electric car, so maybe there's that. If there, I'm sure there's one or two or five in this neighborhood. There's a couple around, but yeah, I know. I don't know. I heard that. But the the truck that he's putting out, mm-hmm. the Tesla truck. It's obnoxious looking. Right. So would you drive that? No. However, <laughs> oh, caveat, if someone were to say, but oh, you don't have to make the payment, this, that, and the other, et cetera. And oh, by the way, there's never gas. You just have to okay. plug it in your electric bill or go up a little then bit. Yes, but, I, I would love to. Uh, okay. That's out there. All right. Yeah, I don't see. And I don't know if I drive that thing or not because you're right. It's It reminds me of... Um, the ultimate, what do you call that? Ultimate. Uh, it looks like urban assault vehicle. Something from Mad Max. Mad Max or the uh, the truck. Basically, it was just a glorified suburban that they used in the Kurt Russell Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, um, uh, oh God! Uh, over the top. No, no, that's the arm wrestling one. Kurt Russell was in Over the Top. Wasn't he? No, I. Tango and Cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did I draw a blank on that? I thought you were going to say Tequila Sunrise, which is like the parallel universe of all of that. No. No, I, Tango and Cash. I, and what's funny is nobody had ever heard the term SUV at that point. Okay. So they just simply called it the urban assault vehicle. Oh. And it was nothing more than it was It was a suburban I was going that to, they put guns on. Um, man, I was going to reference uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, but that was neither Kurt Russell nor Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> it was, uh, who was it, Mickey Rourke and Mickey Bru- Rourke, Bruce yeah. Willis, I think, right? Oh, right. I forgot there was Bruce Willis that was in that with him. Yeah. Yeah, Mickey Rourke trying to make a comeback after nine and a half weeks. Hey, he right. has has done well for himself. Yeah, at this point, he got a little help from Marvel. That, yeah. That helped his world. And yeah, the guy all of a sudden is like 150 pounds bigger than he was in the previous movie. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know that was Mickey Rourke. Mm-mm. Were the tattoos real? I don't know. I, never I, heard I remember his character in, uh, what was it? He was like a, a drug lord in a Christian Slater movie. Uh, or no, 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 no. Was it? No, maybe it was. I think he was a drug lord in True Romance. Oh, right. Right? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he? It, like in the beginning and the end? Yeah. I forgot about True Romance. And there was always that, that um, like weird... <laughs> but he had a bunch of pain in that, too. Elvis impersonator. Okay, going back because... Gary of... Oldman, I'm thinking of. Uh, anyway. True Romance. You said go back. Go back. I, I meant to ask you before we got any. You're wearing the van shoes. You got the paint on the fingers. Are you getting the Foo Fighter vans? Okay, those things sold out in a matter of seconds. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was to so that. bummed out. I was waiting for that. I, I, I generally was so bummed out because like the first time I saw. Them, okay, and, and this is how weird I am about these shoes. Those those Foo Fighters vans in particular, because you need size twelve, right? Uh, Eleven and a half. I mean, mm. I'll take a twelve. That's fine. That's great. Um, Eleven. And Nothing that two pairs of socks can't help. The, no, but the the eyelets are white on the shoes and that's awesome because they did like the high tops don't have eyelets and oh. these do they're black and white it's a, it's a black high top with the foo fighter the ff logo right. on the back and then they have white eyelets going down where the laces go 
It's awesome because they do like, the, like okay, those, you're normally all over this kind of thing. What happened there? Yeah, well, it's it's supply and demand. They have like <laughs> okay. the, the demand clearly outweighed the supply that was out there. Well, so, yeah, oh, that happens all the time. Seventy five dollars. You blink your eyes and they're sold out. And like all I can hope is they somehow make a comeback. I don't know in the summer. I can maybe find them at the outlet store in October. I don't know. The, Chances like the, are not going to happen there. The, but. No, it's not. And the David Bowie shoes. They had David Bowie had like six. There was different six different David Bowie's vans that came out, and I wanted one of those pairs so bad. I wanted the Ziggy Stardust. Gone. <laughs> All right. I mean, the Nightmare Before Christmas. We'll be we'll be here forever talking about the vans <laughs> that I always wanted and didn't that get. Slipped through your fingers. Ugh. The one van though, the the one van that I always wanted was to kind of segue back to the cars, um, was a, like a 1970s boogie van with the bubble window and the, the you know, like some sort of uh, uh, plush couch in the back that would fold out to a bed. Right. Eight track player playing fog hat or something. Oh, the, uh, uh, like a yeah, Chevy street the van or something. Van conversion yes. was what that was called. Yeah. Yes. My uncle Ted had one of those. Amazing. And we drove it to Las Vegas all the way down to, it actually had the little, uh, pub table inside. Awesome. And you could sit there and play cards, which seems like a great idea until you're moving and you realize I'm really car sick. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we drove. He had a he had a light blue one with the amazing stripes that went from the bubble window over the rear tire down across the uh, middle of the thing over the front door. Was his Chevy van conversion in the mid seventies? Wow! Oh yeah, with the the tan shag carpeting in the inside, the whole whole deal, and we drove it to Las Vegas. That's incredible. And then we got stuck in traffic on the way back and it overheated. Oh. I don't remember anything more than that because I was a small child, but I do remember those instances and I remember that vehicle. Oh. Yes. Boogie vans. I just, I love those. Boogie vans. And yeah. That's what they're, that's what they're referred to. Sure. Um, Cause they, you know, they would have like the keep on trucking dude yeah. with the really long leg and the peace sign and all that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Cause those are also some of my favorite Hot Wheels to collect too. Oh yeah. This looked like a Hot Wheel. Mm -hmm. This was fully like a Hot Wheel. Yes. And some of those, some of those Hot Wheels, like you could open the back door and there's like a little scene in yes. the back. Or yeah, I don't know how they did that, but it was always amazing. You hold it up to lights and it used the front windshield to light up whatever amazing thing was going on on the inside. Like a kaleidoscope or something. Kaleidoscope or sometimes it was like the keep on trucking or maybe a happy face guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inside the Hot Wheels. Yeah. How about that? That's funny. All right. Yeah. Boogie Vans. Now, and then, uh, so I was thinking, like, what's out there right now? So there's the Tesla truck mm -hmm. that's kind of fun, but there's no way in other battery cars. There's another battery company that's working with Chevy, and they're actually making a pretty amazing looking truck uh, that is called Nikolai. Oh. You know, the other part of oh, Tesla. Oh, how funny. Yeah, right? Okay. And Nikolai trucks are amazing looking, but they've made one. It's kind of like a Tucker. <laughs> a Tucker? Yeah. Do you remember the Tucker cars? No. So Tucker, that was a movie they, they put out about a guy, literally one guy with like 10 other people. Uh, it was Jeff Bridges and Christian Slater were in Tucker. And they made cars in America at this plant hmm. that was shut down after the war. And their big thing was they were all about safety. Uh, it was the first car to put seatbelts into every single car. Hmm. Um, they had three headlights, 
the middle one was actually connected to the steering wheel. So when you turn left, the, the uh, headlight whoop, would turn left with you. Weird. And go back to the right. It, yeah, they had rack and pinion steering. It was all this amazing stuff. And they made like 12 of them. Um, there's one at the Harris Auto Collection. Awesome. Yeah, Tucker. They were they were a pretty cool car for what they were trying to do, but he was massively underfunded. They were huge cars, very expensive to build because there was no mold. He he started from scratch. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Tuckers. Yeah. And Tucker to me is like a Tesla. And I give Tesla a lot of credit because it came up with something with scratch, except when you have the money from selling PayPal, then all of a sudden you got a lot of money. <laughs> which is where uh, Elon Musk came from. He started PayPal. Did he really? Yeah. That's how he made his money. Incredible. Yeah. So that helps when you have PayPal money. Good Lord almighty. Yeah. Huh. Another car I'd like to, to get my hands on is the Foo Fighters, going back to this, uh, <laughs> the Foo Fighters white limo. They used this limo that Lemmy drove in the video for the song White Limo. Okay. And it has the Foo Fighters logo. And they, they when the album Wasting Light came out 10 years ago, they did a tour and they would go around to different people's houses and like you win a contest and Foo Fighters show up at your house oh. and they play a mini concert in your living room. Awesome. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, this okay. is 10 years ago, looking back on all this stuff and, and as you're jarring my memory on, on some stuff, because I know if I would have taken, if I would have shown up with notes, um, I, I wouldn't have had that in there. Right. So touching on the That's shoes. That's pretty fun. Back to the van and Okay, all that. Yeah. so you go down that path, and then you have the ZZ Top Eliminator cars. Oh, man. Oh, man, what a chick maggot that is. Ooh. Just roll down the road in a 1938 Ford that's all done up, and you're like, yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, that ZZ Top car was it. The Eliminator car was absolutely oh, amazing. Yeah, so that was kind of, So you go the, uh, the route of cars that are associated with music, mm -hmm. and... That's a tough one because Eliminator is kind of the king. Mm -hmm. I don't know of anything that is more associated. I, I, iconic. Yeah. Even with the band Cars, they weren't they all that never, into. No, no, there were no cars. It was no. just the cars. And, uh, oh gosh, uh, I just, oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, another car that was featured in a video. So. Um, we well, go back to the Entourage opening where they had the cool 66 Lincoln with the suicide doors. The top down, yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing car Absolutely. Too. So uh, the band Sugar Ray also referenced in their song Mean Machine on their first record, um, they, they referred to a 68, uh, 68 Lincoln. Uh, or a Cadillac, I think it is. 68 Cadillac. Oh, with the fins. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, like boy. Pink Cadillac, what uh, Clint Eastwood had in Pink Cadillac. Mm -hmm. Those are amazing cars. Huge, huge cars. Shot here in Reno, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a big chunk of it. Uh, yeah, that goes back to our movies <laughs> episode. It all ties in. Yes, we like do our it. best. Absolutely. We do our best. All right, so uh, so cars are, are such a funny thing because you, you say to yourself, okay, so there is a car out there that is currently my dream car. It is got a stock sticker price of... I believe it's $875,000. Holy hell. And it is what's known as a supercar. It's the Porsche 918. They make 12 of them a year, and they release them on, get this, September 18th. Of course. You know, 918. Sure. I've seen one of them, 
I almost wrecked whatever car I was in <laughs> to see what this thing was. Wow. It is a it was a Porsche supercar and kind of like this Pavlovian thing that every time I drove by the parking spot that I looked in that parking spot to see if it was still there. Like it was there once one day this this car it's a hybrid mm -hmm. gas electric thing that has like 700 horsepower. It's silver with this lime green trim. Oh, it is unbelievable. Porsche 918. What about the Targa or a Carrera? Those are neat, but, but they're common. Get, did you ever get to drive uh, either one of those? Okay, so when I left the radio business, my yeah. first job was, do you remember? Valet. Yeah. Valet Parker. Yeah. Okay. So at the time I was parking valet, yeah. and we're doing the house detective. So I was seeing everybody's houses, taking pictures, and driving everybody's car. Incredible. And I never saw a car that I really, like I saw, I was in Porsches and I was in Corvettes and all that sort of stuff parking, but that was like 500 feet and you tried not to crash anything. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> that was the whole point was don't dig up anybody's truck yeah. or, or car or whatever. And yeah, the most of the time they were just loud. Same with old Corvettes, they were loud. They're cool like cars that looked, well, Stingray's still around, but that's just a model. That means the window's in a different spot than okay. the regular one. But, but uh, they were just, they were really loud, hard driving cars. Ooh, what about the Corvette in less than zero? The one what? that, that uh, Robert Downey, or that uh, uh, Andrew yeah. McCarthy drove. Right, that's what I'm talking about. That's a, I think that was like a 61. Yeah. And my dad's best friend, Bob Carroll, had one very similar to that. And I drove that a couple of times. It was like sitting on pavement being dragged through. I mean, they're beautiful looking cars and they're the roughest things on the It was like every tire was, um, was blown up to 100 PSI. Oh, you felt everything. 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 And like I said, they looked amazing, but no. That's not what car I thought you were going to say when you said, when you said less than zero, I was thinking gone in 60 seconds. Oh, okay. Oddly. And the Mustang in that, Eleanor, that's uh, the 67 Fastback, the yeah, last yeah. car that they pull out of that. The, yeah. I mean, then if we're going to go that route too, there's also Steve McQueen's uh, Fastback Bullet. and Bullet. Yeah, that yeah. Off the Chicago parking garage. Yeah. Which I think it's here. The, what, wait. What's here? The Steve McQueen's car oh, in Bullet the, at the Auto Museum. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's another amazing car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so anyway. Nicely done. Yeah. Okay, so you, but the only uh, the only thing about not doing a podcast uh, next week is you'll be in paradise. Two weeks. Yes. We'll be, a podcast no. is in two weeks. No. What? I'll be gone for two weeks. Oh, Wow. Yeah, we kind of extended because... Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those, why are we coming home on a Thursday when we have nothing till Monday? So we're staying. Outstanding. Yeah, so it'll be a couple of weeks. Okay. Yes. Wow. And then real quick... And then when I come back, I'll explain to everybody how it's safe to go to Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> because that's what we're doing, and it is a lot of steps. It's literally a 10-step process now to go to Hawaii. Wow. You need apps. You need testing. You need to report testing. You need to have, I, literally multiple apps, and yeah, it's it's a lot okay. of steps to make this happen. And I'm not there. We may be doing a podcast next week if I get a bad test. Oh man! Uh, like you, if you brought the Rona here. No. Okay then. That is an uninvited guest. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and and then real quick, one of the episodes that I shared, I think it was our movie episode. Someone 
uh, left a comment in the thread on on social media said, "Hey, that guy that you talked to in the podcast is that the house detective?" <laughs> I'm like, awesome. yes, it is. <laughs> Very good. He goes, it was so weird because I was in the living room or whatever, and then uh, like a promo or something happened, and it hurt his voice, and, and I thought, is that, guy, is that the guy that does a podcast with Chris? <laughs> the guy that does a podcast. So we have, we have time to come up with the next topic. Oh, we already have it. Which is? We are going to discuss the horrendous NBA jerseys. Oh, right. Not, are we just sticking with just NBA? Or are we just doing jerseys? Well, I mean, we can we can pick up our jerseys all day long. Yeah, right. Uh, like in the last five uh, years, or the city color, just jerseys. Okay. I mean, yeah, favorites like Astros mid seventies jerseys or Denver Nuggets mid seventies. Uh, oh yes, those are amazing. So there we go. We've got, but right now the city collection where they misspell city names. Terrible. Not good. No. Until next time. Adios, my friend.